Welcome to the Declutter Empress Radio Podcast, a podcast to help you create a functional space wherever you roam. I am your host, Daria, and today we will discuss how to make your home your oasis. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Declutter Empress Radio. I am your host, Daria. I am so happy to be speaking with you today. How's it going? How's the weather out there treating you? I know, I know. It's almost bicycling weather out here in the Midwest. We've been getting our ups and downs. And uh, I'm really ready for summer. I'm ready. I'm ready. We've had a couple of 70 and almost actually 90 degree temperatures last week. And I was really loving it. I think part of it is because my car was sitting in the sun. But um, I think it's gotten as high as about 85 degrees. I was loving every bit of it. I think sometimes I had to quickly correct myself in saying I love to bike because I was in a conversation with someone the other day and they were like, oh, what, what kind of motorcycle do you ride? I'm like, uh, I don't. I met on two wheels, bicycles, bicycles. And I, I'm careful even saying cycling because people think that you're really this uh, amazing triathlete or something. So I just say, you know what? I just love to ride my bicycle. There's actually a commercial where there is a person that's singing, I like to ride my bicycle. I like to ride my bike. I forgot the name of the product, but um, it doesn't matter because they're not a sponsor anyway. But <laughs> but um, yeah, so I am just sitting here just uh, enjoying the spring moments Got a chance to look at some beautiful tulips. That's about it. But I know I'm definitely trying to find my times of peace and tranquility. It's a busy time for me. But I must say that I have been able to experience some quiet moments. How many of you can say the same? Can you think in the past week? how many times you've experienced a quiet moment. And what I mean by that is no pings or no alerts from your phone. Can't recall? Let's talk about it. There's an old saying out there that says, there's a time for everything. This adage couldn't be further from the truth. There are plenty of resources already on the market, full of information about how to maintain your peace of mind, your productivity, and especially when it comes to controlling the amount of time spent on technology. So I'm not going to spend too much time talking about productivity here today. However, we will discuss the number of ways on how to break up with our time spent with our devices and other people's opinions. Now, this ain't easy to do, which leads us to the title of this episode, Breaking Up is Hard to Do. Now, will these suggestions improve your productivity? Sure, but I am certainly not going to begin by telling you to wake up in the wee hours of the morning to experience this time, which is the advice we often hear. What works for one person, surely it may not work for another. So there aren't any hard and fast rules here on how to experience quiet times. Not only will we talk about disconnecting from our devices, but we will also get into 
how to disconnect from other people's opinions about our personal lives, work, hobbies, even the music we listen to. So let's begin with our morning routine. What type of habit do you find yourself doing first? Is it brushing your teeth, getting a drink of water, starting the coffee? I know, I love the smell of coffee beans too. That fresh roasted smell in the morning, I love it. What you do first thing in the morning, it pretty much sets you up for the rest of the day. Are you looking at your phone first thing in the morning? I notice that when I do this, I feel all anxious and rushed. Then I end up checking it nonstop without any alerts going on, any at all. You know what I'm talking about. Did someone tweet at me? Do I have any comments on my social media? All of a sudden, I'm on Decider.com seeing what's playing. All of this just makes me want to scream sometimes. There is actually a study from Assurian, a tech company. Yes, that company that insures our cell phones and all that good stuff. It stated that the average person looks at their phone 352 times a day. I was shocked at that number. That was reported to be once every two minutes and 43 seconds. Now, if you're using one of those tracking apps on your phone to see how much time you're spending on social media, you might be close to that. I know uh, I wasn't as close, but I was definitely in the running. So how are we sleeping at night? Now, mind you, this also is four times greater than what was reported in 2019. In 2019, the study stated that people check their phones 96 times a day. So if you look at the data as a whole, considering what we've all been through together within the past three years, it's totally understandable how that number was so high. And I also viewed a promo video from the same company it was about nine years old stating, and I'm paraphrasing, that when technology fails, we stop. Everything stops. Relationships, life, and so on. And even so, we all experience this too. And it was even sadder looking at the video today because I think in some ways we are still disconnected. Certainly, our phones are a way for us to connect to family or friends who we may not see weekly or daily because they may live in another country or another state. But I really think it's important to take advantage of times when we can experience quiet by putting the devices down and spending time with the people we have around us in the present or not being afraid to spend time with ourselves without a crushing wave of thoughts rushing through our heads. Have you ever experienced that? I, I have plenty of times. This is something we can definitely conquer by just setting aside a purposeful time to check emails, texts, and even social media. For one person, it could be Tuesday and Thursday evenings at the end of the workday. For another, it could be mid-afternoon. It just depends on one schedule. That's all. You just have to create some type of routine that won't mess you up and interrupt the important stuff in life. 
one of the things I've implemented in these last three years was not checking my phone first thing in the morning. I love a podcast and an audiobook, and I would often put these on while preparing tea and breakfast, but then I would get easily distracted. How many of you have done that too? What I started doing was before I even check that phone, I get a glass of water while reading or journaling. My signal that it's fine to start checking emails and starting tea is when I finish all 16 ounces of my water. If I haven't done that, it's a no-go. It's a no-go. Don't go touching that phone. Does it go perfectly all the time? No. But I can say that most of the time this has worked for me, and I feel that I've gotten my time back. I don't feel anxious or touchy throughout my day because I know I took time out for me. Now, technology isn't the only way we can disconnect. Disconnecting from other people's opinions about your hobbies, your business, your personal life, shoot, even your favorite TV show or video games, whatever it is. I am a firm believer in decoupling myself from other people's opinions. Now, you all know that I love a dictionary. Decouple, according to the dictionary, means to separate or disconnect. How do you disconnect? By following your own path. When you learn to do this, you no longer allow others' opinions to interfere with your actions. There have been times in my life when I've gone down my own path and it worked out splendidly, and you can do the same. For instance, I remember my last year of college and going with one of my friends to a job fair at Navy Pier in Chicago. And there were major corporations there that were sought out by crowds of eager college grads. My friend chose to go to one of the big ones all the way on the other side of this large ballroom. And I wished her adieu and simply said, I'll catch you later. Separating myself caused me to connect with the right people at the right time into getting a position before I even graduated from college. While many of my peers were still looking, I already had a job lined up to begin that following week after graduation. What would have happened if I hadn't decoupled myself? I would have ended up still looking. It was a shock to adults and my peers because it didn't take me six months to find work. Heck, it took me less than a month because I disconnected myself. Sure, was it right place at the right time? Certainly but it definitely helped by me deciding to decouple myself and follow my own path, disconnect. And most recently, I experienced a situation where I registered for a class that was led by a few instructors in the field. The classes were filling up fast, but I ended up going another route and selecting the class that best fit my schedule. Well, it turns out that this instructor pushes me to my limits, and I am so grateful because it makes me better at my craft. Most of the students of the class also know one another, but this hasn't stopped me from doing my best. It's important to me to look beyond popularity and instead look at the teaching style and subject matter expertise and availability of one-on-one -on -one attention. Once again, it all comes down to following your own path and no one else's. 
Well, I certainly enjoyed talking with you about this subject today. Let me know in the comments how you find Disconnect in your Oasis space. And also, feel free to share your comments at DRadioPod on Twitter. Oh, and one more thing before we go. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I would like to share two of my favorite podcasts on mental health. Healthy Illness by Kelly Marie. Kelly shares everything from how to detox from sugary snacks to how to deal with toxic work environments. She also shares her own personal journey with practical tips and interviews with guests to help you gain a healthy mental mindset. My other fave is the Very Well Mind podcast with therapist Amy Morin, where she also gives practical exercises on developing a strong mental mindset. Both of these podcasts are found on Apple. Again, thank you so much for listening, and I will talk with you soon. Disclaimer, Declutter Empress Radio is by no means a mental health podcast. This podcast is purely for entertainment and inspirational purposes only. Please consult with a mental health expert in your area for guidance on therapy and mental health information. Well, that wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening to the Declutter Empress Radio podcast. My name is Daria. If you enjoyed this episode, I would like you to do two things. One, share it with a friend, a family member, or anyone who you think would benefit from listening to this podcast. And two, feel free to leave a rating or a comment. I would love to hear from you. And until next time, take great care of yourselves and live clutter-free. Talk with you soon.